Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Good morning, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you with us as usual uh, at Exit Coach Radio. We've been very busy putting together content for you to listen to anytime from your smartphone. Uh, all you have to do is go to ExitCoachRadio.com and look at our links there for listening to audio. You can listen to our audio archives or audio library, we call it. You can read books. You can take some online courses and, and tests to help you assess your business. We're there for you, our hero, the private business owner. My guest today is Pam Reyes, and she's a business and leadership advisor from San Diego, California. We've been talking on the phone about some of the wonderful work that she does. And um, Pam is uh, going to talk about an interesting topic. The best leaders are not well-rounded. Now, how many people out listening think, you know, if I could just work on these skills, then then I could get more rounded. I could be a perfect leader. Well, Pam's going to tell us why the best leaders are not well-rounded. She's a business and leadership advisor, and we're going to talk about strengths-based leadership. So, Pam, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Bill, for having me. I appreciate it. Pam, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and um, and what you do. Well, Bill, I spent over 20 years in corporate America just um, in various international leadership roles, working with Fortune 500 companies. And doing so, I was traveling uh, tremendously within the U.S., Japan, and Latin America. So uh, I understand all full well what it it uh, it's like to strive, to lead, to achieve, and, and sometimes feeling overwhelmed and undervalued. So after um, years of corporate and societal pressure, as you may know and as many, many of the listeners know, when you're in these corporate positions, there's pressure to be and act a certain way. And everyone has lots of advice as to say this and do, do that and behave this way to, to get ahead in the, in the corporate America. And what happened was I really lost the sense of who I was and what I was really good at. Um, just by going through and listening to so many people and say, oh, okay, I should do this. Okay, well, let me, let me behave this way and see how that works. That it, after years of doing that, I, I was really, it was affecting my family and my children and more importantly, my health. And it really made me question priorities. And I know that a lot of your listeners are, um, are seasoned professionals. And what ends up happening is, is that we end up, um, our lives evolve. And so what happened with me is that it made me question my priorities and ultimately decide to rediscover what my true strengths are and really focus on what I do best, not what other people wanted me to act and behave. Is I needed to get back to what I knew how to do best. That makes a lot of sense. And, of course, in the smaller the business, the more hats you're supposed to wear, the more things you're supposed to be good at. And it's just kind of after a while it's an impossible task for anybody to fill all these, all of these roles um, well. 
And so tell us about the assessment and, and what, what was it like and what was your big aha moment coming out of, of an assessment like that of assessing your strengths? Um, the big aha was I, I had really rediscovered what I did best. I stepped back quite a bit and thought, okay, through my career, what is it that I truly enjoyed? What came easy to me? What was, came natural? And oftentimes we've had this discussion before is that a lot of the times that what comes so easy to us, we don't value because we think, oh, it's so easy. Everybody can do this. When in fact, that's not the case. What comes easy to us is that's when we're in our stride, in our flow. And, um, and so what I had decided to do was just really focus on what came natural to me so that way when we're doing what we do best, things are eff- feel effortless. And contrary to, to society, that's where we should be spending our time and focusing our efforts is being in that flow. So... My aha was really, um, was, it was pivotal because I know that when I was struggling to focus on my, what we all call our weaknesses or areas of opportunity so we can shore up and be so well-rounded, um, I, I just found that I was stressed out and was take, taking it out on my family. So mm-hmm. in, in, uh, oftentimes it happens. We, we, we tend to take it out on those people that are so closest to us. And... My uh-huh. aha is when my youngest son looked at me one time. I had come home because I was stressed. And he said, Mama, Mama. And I said, what? And I looked. I just turned around. I was like, oh, because you see, you know, we get it all bottled up. He had this look on his face and tears came down his eyes. And I thought, you know what? I, my kids deserve a better mom. I need to be doing uh, that. <laughs> I'm sure and you're a just, wonderful mom. It's just that yeah. that stress it, that had you so outside of your element that you were a different a, a person, right? Because it's just, uh, and you know what? One thing I got out of that, what you just said, the emphasis is on the word us. It seems easy to us, not, mm-hmm. not that it seems easy to anyone else necessarily, or certainly not everybody else. So what do you mean? You say the best leaders are not well-rounded. Let's explore what you mean by that for a moment. Well, you know how they always say jack of all trades and master of none. Well, the best leaders, they're, they're really not well-rounded. The best teams are well-rounded because you cannot uh-huh. be the best at all things. You can't be all things to all people, to all the company, you know, in the situations. And for, like you said, a lot of the business owners, we feel like we have to wear all the hats. Well, what ends up happening is we're wearing all these hats and we're wearing ourselves out. And we're no good to our company, to our people, to even the situation at hand. So it's critical for a leader to know and understand. And most importantly, Bill, is to be honest with what they're good at and what they know that they don't do well. And I say that because it's really hard for us, just innately as people, to to admit that, you know what, we're not so good at this. Mm -hmm. We need to. We need to. It's, you know, it, it's funny. It, it reminds me of like a basketball team. You know, it's like you need certain players to play certain roles. You wouldn't go hire, <clears throat> excuse me, you wouldn't go hire five point guards since we're, we're in basketball playoffs. So you wouldn't go hire five centers for a team. 
you need different players to work around the strengths of each person. So how does one go about um, learning about their strengths? Is this just a, a simply a, a kind of a uh, assessment quiz or test, or how, how do you go about learning about this? Well, there's a couple of things. There's a couple of, of tips that people can do right away. Is like, for example, what activities are you always drawn to? Think about what draws you, you know, what are you drawn to? Like, for example, um, there's a, a number of clients of mine that what draws them is the um, their ability to connect with people. They love to be in dynamic situations. That They thrive on that. Others want to be behind the scenes, and they're mm-hmm. numbers people, and they just... Mm-hmm. They're just um, lining things up and putting processes together. So the first thing is, what are the activities that you're drawn to? Um, Another way in which they can identify is, like, what are the new skills or subjects or activities that you're able to master really quickly? And Uh you pick them up really quick, and then somebody says, geez, Bill, you know, how did you just do that? Can you explain that to me? You go, I don't know. I just do it. I, 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 I don't think about it. So those are the things that sometimes we're moving so quickly in our lives that we're not paying attention to some of those real key self-awareness activities. And then another thing is what activities do you lose track of time doing that you could be so immersed in something and go, oh, my gosh, two hours passed by. What what just happened? You know, but I and you enjoy it. Um, So those are some things quickly that you can, you know, kind of, key in on. And the other thing is the most useful um, assessment that I, I love to use with my clients is the Strength Finders um, mm-hmm. assessment really helps you to understand at the core who you are, is what I call your fixed assets. It's in your DNA. It's the way we naturally think, feel, and behave. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so being self-aware, first of all, and taking taking, you know, noting that, hey, I I really, I really like, this doesn't feel like work to me. Uh, And Mm. then, um, and then also taking some outside help from a a strengths finders assessment that will also validate some of those things and maybe really help you to to categorize because uh, how many categories of things are there, if you will, of of traits or characteristics are there that are analyzed in in something like that? They have done studies for decades on how people naturally think, feel, and behave by the way they answer these various questions, situational. And what they've done is boiled them down to 34 um, dominant, quote-unquote, themes. And from that uh, assessment, what it does is it gives you the top five themes that are unique to you individually. So, Bill, for example, you and I can share the same strategic theme or communication theme. However, it's very unique to you because uh, our our, um, strategic or communication could be different, even though we have the same one, it could be different for us depending upon all the others, um, the way the other themes uh, stack up. For example, um, you could be extremely well at communication and also, from a personal perspective, it's like, okay, you are, you're a better verbal communicator than you are a written communicator. You know, what I'm saying is that um, we can all 
it's not identical. It's unique to us, and that's the beauty of this. I got to tell you though that here's the here's the interesting thing is is that when um, when you have these strengths, oftentimes when I work with my clients, what they think is their biggest weakness is really one of their greatest strengths being underused, underutilized. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, so when someone feels like they're they're out of their element, um, is is that so? You're saying sometimes that's a, a greatest strength that's being underutilized somehow, and that creates a frustration level because of that. Right, or they could be overdriving on one of their their strengths. And I'll give you an example: is that um, I have a client who who is a activator is one of their um, their greatest strengths, one of their top five strengths. And what that means is that they have a lot of stamina. They have a very high level of expectation for themselves, and they will dig deep. It's like tenacious going, oh, I, I am going to set this goal, and I'm going to dig deep and know everything I know about this subject. Okay, well, that can be in overdrive sometimes. It's almost like overkill. and It ends up intimidating some other people. So oftentimes we'll have to work and say, okay, well, wait a minute, you're going really deep. Is that necessary? You're causing yourself frustration. Now let's look and see about how to, how to counteract that with and bringing in another strength. So that way you are not intimidating other people where you're going to then be um, um, much more inclusive and bring other strengths in on your team. That makes sense. So in the the primary building blocks of a business are sales, marketing, finance, and administration typically, and everything kind of flows down from there in some way or another. Um, So when you're building your business and you're looking for people in those specific blocks, has has an assessment like Strengths Finders gone through and said, in the sales area, we've identified that these are the strengths you should be looking for. So when you hire to that, you can use this as a hiring assessment tool? You know what, Bill? I'm going to take that up a little bit. i take it up a, a, um, a higher level. For example, the strength-based leadership really fits into what I do by the fact that at first we start with the company's vision and direction. What What is the company looking to do? What is the direction? And that's going to determine the type of leaders that you're you're going to need. For example, if the company is going through maybe uh, a potential merger or an acquisition, then they're going to most likely be looking at a growth strategy, and they're going to need leaders that are um, have a, a great deal of ideas and are capable of devising winning strategies for new or newly expanded business units. Um, and counter to that, if you have a company, the company vision, they want to grow organically, then they're probably going to want leaders who are really good at nurturing internal talent, it, you know, your internal resources, much more from an engagement perspective. So that's why we start with the company vision. Hey, where are you, um, where are we headed with our company? What's, how how clearly are we articulating our direction, then making sure that you have the right leaders in place that are also in line with that direction so that they, then the leaders can then build their cohesive, high-performance teams based on what kind of talents do we need on our team? Do we need 
we need influencers and we need people who are actually going to be able to um, to get the work done, who are the activators and the achievers. And then we need others to be able to build camaraderie. So how do we round out our teams to be high-performance teams so that way that they're all working together and being able to say, hey, John, you know what? We need you on the team because we need your um, your talent to win others over so we can influence them to then align with the company vision. So it's really, really important to understand the overall company, where they're going, and then making sure that all of, from the leaders all the way down understand what their individual unique talents are and how they fit in to the company as a whole because then you're all being part of something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And each of it, then everyone has their back, and you, that's how you build the trust. And that's I understand. Huge. Yeah, makes that makes a lot of sense. Let me ask you another question, uh, Pam. If a small business, for instance, has a um, you know a great team right now, and they wanted to come in and say, let's use Strengths Finders to figure out what makes each of these people tick, because then if we ever lose any of these people we can use StrengthsFinder's assessment as a hiring tool to find people that are somewhat matching these strengths. Is that, is that an effective use? I've heard of this for some other, other tools before, and I don't know if that, would, if that comes into play here or not. It, you know, it, it does, and it's also important to understand what you're, what you're hoping to achieve and what kind of um, activities or what, what kind of roles that each of those um, individuals will be playing, then you're going to look for, um, to, to set your people up for success. And most importantly is when a lot of these companies do their performance reviews, you want to shift your performance based on what the individuals do best. So like I said, so you can set them up for success where you have those high-performing teams. Because let's face it, we can all do better. And when we are focused and people, people understand what they do the best, then they're at their best. And it's almost uh-huh. near perfect, perfect performance when you set them up for success. So a lot of companies are sometimes concerned with the stagnant growth or misalignment around company, um, the company vision or a high turnover or even, you know, the best of teams can be missing their metrics. Mm-hmm. And what I end up doing is I, I do is I help companies that to be able to create that alignment at the executive level around that clear company vision so that way they, they do build those cohesive, high-performing teams, which reduces the turnover because, again, when everyone understands the part that they play into the company vision, it becomes their vision. And they're bigger than they're part of something bigger than themselves, and you significantly reduce turnover, and it increases profitability. I mean, listeners, can you can you imagine your you've had your your vision and goals discussed, and a, a dream team created to make sure that everybody that fits onto that team is in alignment, is happy, is playing their best role, is playing to their strengths. What a wonderful concept, and it's, it's very interesting to know that this type of technology is available, it's accurate, and, and Pam's available to help you with it. Pam, you're offering a complimentary strategy session to our listeners, I believe. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I am. Um, 
I am offering for all of your listeners, like you said, a complimentary strategy session where what we'll do is to talk about where you're at today, um, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your, your particular organization, or whether it's in your, you know, your career or personal life, where you are today, where you want to get to, um, and, then, and then talk about some of the things that perhaps are standing in your way and discuss what are the best next steps. So for the listeners to be able to get um, get this complimentary strategy session, it's www.pamreyes.com forward slash strategy. And okay, can- and I'll spell that out. It's P-A-M-R-E-Y-E-S.com forward slash strategy. And you were going to say something else there? I'm sorry. Nope, that's it. That's it. Go ahead and fill that out. There's like a um, there's a questionnaire that talks a couple of uh, if you fill out a couple of those questions, then we'll schedule a uh, a conversation from there. Well, I really I I really appreciate you coming on today and and really helping us understand the the science and the mechanics behind building a perfect team because business is all about team and, and achieving goals. And you've laid out some incredible information for our listeners. I hope they'll take advantage and go to www.pamreyes.com forward slash strategy for that complimentary strategy session. And your website is also pamreyes.com. Obviously, they can go there and learn more about you and, uh, and get in touch. So, Pam, thanks so much. It was great to have you on the show and really enjoyed our time together. I look forward to the next time. Thank you so much, Bill. Likewise. We're going to take a sh- we're going to take just a short break. Uh, we'll be right back after this, so please stay with us. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 